Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. Thinking in a foreign language is a vital step on the road to fluency, and this podcast aims to help you achieve this by discussing various topics, ranging from current events to science, philosophy, economics, and much more. On today's episode, we will begin a series of episodes, which will run probably for the next three weeks, and will focus on the key vocabulary you need to understand the U.S. election. Just a reminder that all transcripts of the podcasts are now available on the Thinking in English blog. The vocabulary lists, comprehension questions, and entire articles are there for you to read. Um, the link, as always, is in the description, so please check it out. So here is today's vocabulary list. The written list is available in the description or on the Thinking in English blog. Link in the description. To elect. To elect. To decide on or choose, especially to choose a person for a particular job, by voting. For example, the president is elected for a four-year term of office. Requirement. Requirement. Something that you must do or something you need. For example, a good degree is a requirement for many jobs. Legislation. Legislation. A law or set of laws that is being created. For example, new legislation offers a tax break for young families. To veto. To veto. This is to refuse to allow something. For example, my boss vetoed my taking any more time off this year. To assume. To assume. So to take or begin to have responsibility or control. So to take responsibility or begin to have responsibility. The new president assumes office at midnight tonight. To incapacitate. To incapacitate. This means to make someone unable to work or do things normally or unable to do what they intended to do. For example, the accident left me incapacitated for seven months. Suspicious. Suspicious. Making you feel that something illegal is happening or that something is wrong. For example, her behavior was very suspicious. Characterization. Characterization. A description of the most typical or important characteristics of someone or something. I don't agree with your characterization of my hometown as a boring place to live. To emphasize. 
to emphasize. So to show that something is very important or worth giving attention to. I'd just like to emphasize how important it is for people to learn foreign languages. And finally, federal. Federal. So relating to the central government of some countries such as the US. For example, the federal government. As I'm sure most of you already know, there are now only about three weeks until the 2020 US presidential election. It seems as though every TV station, newspaper, Twitter account and YouTube channel around the world is talking about American politics. Trump versus Biden, Republican versus Democrat, conservative versus liberal, right versus left. The USA is divided. And this election could be one of the most important political events of recent years. And not just for the USA. America's politics has consequences for the rest of the world. So over the next few weeks, I will introduce to you some key vocabulary, which I think will be very useful to everyone. Whether you want to talk about this election, listen to and watch news reports, or read articles, these words will help you. We will start with some of the most common terms surrounding elections, but over the next few weeks, we'll explore some more advanced and complicated vocabulary. While you might already know these words meanings, it is important to understand what they mean in the USA. American politics and the meanings of vocabulary can be very different to the rest of the world. So let's start with the most important term, president. What is a president? Well, simply, a president is the elected head of state without a queen, king, emperor, or sultan, etc. In a country like the UK, where Queen Elizabeth is head of state, a prime minister is often the most senior politician. The president of the USA is arguably the world's most famous president and the most powerful world leader. There are only three requirements to become president of the USA. You must be over 35 years of age, be a natural born citizen, and must have lived in the US for at least 14 years. A president has a number of roles and responsibilities. The president is responsible for laws created by Congress and also appoints the heads of more than 50 organizations, such as the Federal Reserve Board, as well as judges, ambassadors, and other federal offices. The president has the power either to sign legislation into law or to veto bills enacted by Congress. The president conducts diplomacy with other nations and the president has the power to negotiate and sign treaties. Commander-in-Chief Another role of the president, which you will often hear during the election season, is our next term. As commander-in-chief, the US president is head of the United States Armed Forces. This probably makes the president head of the most powerful army in the world. And as a result, 
the military is often an important topic in US elections. And former soldiers, also known as veterans, are often popular politicians. Vice President The vice president is the second in command, and the person who assumes the office of president in the event of resignation, removal, incapacitation or death of a president. The vice president can cast a vote in the Senate in the event of a tied vote. Although this is really the only responsibility the US Constitution gives to the vice president, they can gain a lot of power as an advisor to the president. Early vice presidents, however, had very few responsibilities. In 1885, Woodrow Wilson, who would later become a president himself, famously commented that there was little to be said about the vice president. His importance consists in the fact that he may cease to be vice president. In recent years, though, vice presidents have become more and more powerful, with significant influence over both domestic and foreign policy. Dick Cheney, who served under George W. Bush, is considered the most powerful vice president in US history. The current vice president is Mike Pence. Joe Biden is a former vice president. And Kamala Harris is Biden's running mate. Running mate. Running mate is the term used to describe a candidate for vice president. Mate in this context means friend, while run is a verb used to describe elections. They are the person who runs for office together with the president. Political party. There are thousands of political parties around the world, but what are they? Well, they are organizations for groups of people who have similar beliefs about power should be used and how government or society should be organized. Although there are actually many political parties in the USA, only two are considered major parties. The Republican Party. The Republican Party is one of the two major political parties in the United States. The party began in 1854, with Abraham Lincoln elected in 1860 as the first Republican president. Donald Trump, the current president, is a member of this party. In the 1920s, the party became known for supporting business and as being suspicious of the government's role in national life. This characterization is still reasonably accurate, if a little simplistic, description of the basic Republican views. The party is also known as the GOP, or the Grand Old Party. This is a traditional nickname for the Republican Party widely used in American political reporting, so you might hear it in the news or read it in newspapers. The Democratic Party The Democratic Party, or the Democrats, is the other major political party, founded in 1828. Since the 1920s, the Democrats have emphasized the role of federal government in promoting social, economic, and political opportunities for all citizens. They generally support a tax system that places higher taxes on rich people and large corporations, and they prefer spending on social programs to spending on defense. Joe Biden is their candidate this year. 
perhaps two of the most important words to understand American politics at the moment are conservative and liberal, or left-wing and right-wing. Now, it is important to remember that we are talking about American politics. Many of the vocabulary terms I'm focusing on today will have different meanings in other parts of the world, especially conservative and liberal. But in the American context, what do they actually mean? Conservative. If you are conservative in the USA, you probably support the Republican Party. There are, however, different types of conservative. The two most common are social conservatives and economic or fiscal conservatives. Social conservatives have traditional historical views on the definition of marriage, life, sexuality and religion. They tend to focus on the importance of preserving traditional cultural and religious values and oppose change, especially sudden change. On the other hand, economic conservatives care less about these things and instead advocate for low taxes, reduced government spending and minimal government debt. Importantly, these two types of conservatism don't always go together. You might be, for instance, an economic conservative who supports low taxes, but also support more liberal social ideas. Liberal. If you are liberal in the USA, you probably support the Democratic Party. But like with conservative, there are also different types of liberal. Social liberals have modern or progressive views, perhaps supporting gay marriage or social change. Furthermore, in the USA, someone who would describe their economics as liberal might support higher taxes, increased government spending and more social programs. But this is where you need to be careful. In the USA, the meanings of conservative and liberal have changed over the years. What is understood as liberal in Europe might not be liberal in the USA. This is because the USA has only two major political parties, simply the conservative and liberal, Republican and Democrat. There is no room for people who are socially liberal but economically conservative. Such people have to choose what is most important to them. And moreover, ideas which could be described as socialist in Europe are often called liberal in the USA. This leads to confusion about topics such as liberal economics, because in the traditional European definition, liberal economics is actually the same as conservatism. We use socialist or social democratic to describe this difference. Congress. The final category of vocabulary we'll talk about today is surrounding Congress. Congress is the legislative branch of the US government. Legislative means it makes laws. Almost all countries have similar things, but they are not always called Congress. In the UK, we say Parliament, but other countries describe their legislatures as assemblies, diets or councils. The US Congress is made up of two houses, the 435 member House of Representatives and the 100 member Senate, each of which officially has equal power. House of Representatives. The House of Representatives is the larger of the two houses of Congress, which are the law-making branches of government. 
the 435 members of the House, generally known as congressmen and congresswomen, serve two-year terms. The leader, the Speaker of the House, is elected by a majority vote of members at the beginning of each new Congress. In practice, this is the leader of the party holding the majority. House members each represent approximately half a million citizens in their districts. Senate. The Senate is the upper house of Congress. Although members of the other house, the House of Representatives, traditionally regard it as an equal body. The Senate has 100 elected members, two from each US state, serving six-year terms with one-third of the seats coming up for election every two years. The Vice President serves as the presiding officer over the Senate, although he or she does not serve on any committees and is restricted to voting only in the event of a tie. So here is today's final thought. This episode has focused on some of the most common words surrounding the US election, but has attempted to explain them with some extra detail. Do any of these words have a different meaning or different understanding in your country? Does your country have a president or a prime minister? And what is the role of the president in your country? Is the division between conservative and liberal the most important division in your country's politics? Or are other factors like religion, location or age more important? And what do you think about only having two political parties? Is two enough? Or is it a case of the more parties, the better? Here are today's comprehension questions. Remember, answers are in the description below and also on our blog, Thinking in English. Who is Joe Biden's running mate? What are the only three requirements to become US president? How many members does the House of Representatives have? <laughs>